hosted by John Cardell, Danny McDevitt, Val Heffelfinger. I'm Dickie, and it's Room After Dark. If you were to have asked me a year ago how many rap songs had been written about a small podcast I host on YouTube, uh, the answer wouldn't have been two, but that's okay. We're, we're there now. If you're confused, go to the Wade screen. It's both, as Adam Camilleri describes, uh, loved and loathed. Anyway, welcome to Grim After Dark. We're Warhammer 40,000's only late night show for some reason. My name is John. I'm here to misinform and entertain as we talk about the goings on over the last week in the world of Warhammer. This week, it's catch-up time as I try and steer us back to good shows uh, with the purely around the net episode. Um, we return to the classic eBay prices right. Oh. And if you enjoy what you listen to, uh, especially Val's off, off-camera comments, you can support us by liking and subscribing wherever we'll let you. And if you're able to, throw a couple dollars our way by becoming a member on YouTube or comments can blow up with the answer to this question. Why is Danny off this week? Anyway, before we go on, let's meet the team who make this possible. He's the beautiful face of everything Square-based, a fantasy enthusiast and a casual 40k enjoyer. It's Val Haffelfinger. Maybe we should get Steve Joel to rap our intro, Adam Camilleri. <laughs> and he's the man behind the curtain who puts the cooch and kununu da 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 It's superstar producer, Tag Priest Dickie. Mitchie Coochie. Oh yeah, no face. Yeah, I think wait a minute. I'm in the Dan- I'm in the Danny TV. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You got upgraded to co-host with a co-most. Yeah. Um, oh, Danny, shit. unfortunately, we got to flip things. Did he accidentally almost sever his tongue by biting down on it too hard? No, no, no. <laughs> Only cool people do that. Um, <laughs> <laughs> he, it, I'm going to ask you actually, Val. Is Danny actually out with uh, some dental pain, or could he just not stand the pain of losing to you? Well, uh, yeah. I don't know if you see a, a dentist for a bruised ego, but uh, maybe there's something <laughs> he can do do for him. Who knows? You know, that nationalized medicine in Canada, everything's kind of like smushed together. So bruised egos are treated at the same place. The chipped teeth are, <laughs> are taken care of. Uh, do we have do we have national dental plans now, Dickie? I know I know the gov- government was talking about it, but I can't. I don't they know were if talking they did that. We don't officially have anything. in this All right. Yeah. yeah. It's the, the we worst. still got it. We got it. We got to scrape. We got to do GoFundMe's for our dental dental stuff too. So don't yeah. worry. Learn that from your neighbors down south. Uh, anyway, let's say best wishes to Danny, uh, who's uh, out with immense mouth pain and ego bruising after being just I uh, heard humiliated uh, by Val at a game of <laughs> Old World in front of um, a live studio audience too. Yeah, yes. there were witnesses. There were witnesses. Yep. Terrible, terrible. That's okay. Uh, anyway, this week's comment of the week is brought to you by our friends at Frontline Gaming, where you can buy all your new games workshop kits at a reduced price or even cheaper through their secondhand store. There's a page break there. This week is an old world question uh, for Dickie. Oh, for me? Yeah. Well, it was for Danny too, but he went away. What the uh, fuck? So they say, I I, what? What? <laughs> <laughs> I wish you did faction foci, which I believe he's trying oh, to yeah. start as the plural of focus. Uh, for the forbidden factions too, uh, Val. I don't think this one uh, goes for you because he didn't say renegade factions, which one bad show Peter Cantor in ninety four ninety four. Um, but Dicky, any plans to do uh, forbidden factions? I mean, we sh- we should definitely do the forbidden factions. I actually, I think we'll steal that title as well. Um, <laughs> the renegades. <laughs> what you uh, should. Have- 
okay. absolutely do is uh, for the Forbidden Faction ones, when you do that little movie clip at the start, just do like a little clip of Duchovny from Red Shrew Diaries with like Forbidden Factions and make it like very romantic, possibly even sexual, uh, as Danny feels for Dark Elves. Yeah, it uh, it's really all on Danny. Uh, I just uh, start the camera. So without Danny's input on Faction Foci, uh we we don't have any uh data so it's all it's all on him and clearly he's out so well i, I think we want to get something done also remember danny uh is a master of many podcasts so mm-hmm. uh he needs to have time to do all this stuff it's very difficult so yeah. it's true that's true i think i'm just going to progressively um guilt danny into creating more old world content for this one um, <laughs> yeah, that's, that's just to- i'm sure if there's something that he'd be willing to do it's that also, guys, I've for the first time in a long time went to the Frontline Gaming uh, store. Oh, apparently sponsor the show, although we've never collected on that. Got to get um, our business manager on that. Yeah, yeah, probably. <laughs> you should probably get a business manager. Um, <laughs> and uh, FLG bases; these are kind of neat. What are these? Yeah, they're those pre-printed uh, MDF to kind of glue on the top there. Ah, so they're not actually full bases. They're you have to glue. You still have to do work. In- yeah, I'm pretty sure you have to glue them on top still. Now, I haven't oh, no, bought any. No. Oh, no, 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 send no, no, a sample. No, no. If you want to send me a sample from Lennon, I would be more than happy to review them. Ice bases, please, because those are their bitch to make. Snow, too. Yeah, cost me. Uh, you know, I had to actually mail order from a store in Arizona six pots of Valhalla and Blizzard because it's been discontinued, and I have roughly 2,000 points of Necrons already based with that. If Chad, if you guys know uh, an alternative <laughs> to Valhalla and Blizzard, please let me know. Because I can keep on hitting up random hobby stores across the U.S. for it. <laughs> just uh-huh. every 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 hobby store is just waiting for your call. They know they know <laughs> it's coming. Got to ship paint to Alaska. Uh, but yeah, no, they're super cool. The bases that they have there, and they all match. Uh, they're wonderful uh, mats and designs already. Yeah, there, right yeah, there, well, there they Dick are. He's just shopping. Let's look at his top tabs. What's he got here? Don't, well, don't worry about my oh, top just, tabs. Just friendly grinding, live streaming. These look really good. Yeah. Are they, they they're I'm just, sure. are they mats? Are they, they're just mats, right? Like, these no, are. I think well, I would, I, I'm assuming they're using the same tech they, they do, they, they use to make their um, prepainted terrain. Mm-hmm. I would oh. say that um, Hazard Stripe one, if you put all of your models in that Hazard Stripe one, uh, that's going to be the world's longest hazard line um, <laughs> as 80 of your models are standing on it. Under City I, 2. I wonder how this would look. I really do. I wonder, like, how, what the effect would be. I think on it would a, on work really well. Like, it would work really well with some, like, the desert one would make sense, right? Like, it mm-hmm. would be pretty easy to achieve. Even the snow. Um, I mean, I any just, if the fidelity stuff. is yeah, if the if the fidelity is high enough, like the lack because the bases always have like actual texture to them, right? But these would just be a picture of texture, which is what yeah. we play on, like with the mats. <laughs> yeah. So. I don't know. I, I really would love to see an army or a unit done up with these. Uh, a, a single base for six ninety nine. <laughs> well, one teamer, uh, teamer in chat is asking if a single base is six ninety nine. One, you got to realize the sheer quality that goes into these. <laughs> Reese is sitting on a beach in Puerto Rico, painting each one individually. That's right. Well, actually, that's <laughs> oh, why you know. that's why they moved. That's why that's why you had to go there. Uh, it was, labor was, was so that he could get the labor no. to actually paint all these bases. <laughs> it looks like you get you get. 12 like so you get 12 of the 25 mils there you get more than one it's a real clever front line to go in the hot dog hot dog bun business strategy of only selling the bases in a quantity that doesn't match any packs yeah um yes 
Much like the magic cards, uh, the magic lore cards and the sleeves that they sold for them. Uh, I believe yeah. they, yeah, that was, that was pretty funny. Yeah. It was funny. Huh? <clears throat> uh, beautiful stuff. Moving on, still sticking with our friends at LVO, because this uh, came up a couple of weeks ago here, but at LVO, uh, mm-hmm. at, at the upcoming Cherokee Open, they've started selling what they call combat juice uh, <laughs> with uh, Chief Energist of Frontline Kicker Closdy uh, saying, Chief you may have noticed <laughs> LVO, the LVO combat juice sold at the Guy Fieri Mexican restaurant. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> How perfect that opening line is that you might have noticed the LVO combat juice sold at the Guy Fieri Mexican restaurant, which is just a, a Mad Lib anagram of words just thrown together. <laughs> I've eaten there. Perfectly. Yeah. Um, it was uh, so successful. Uh, who know 40K players like to drink uh, that our events, uh, they're going to roll it out to as many events as possible. <laughs> Do you see the subtitle? Made with local moonshine. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and then what's what's okay? It's nice, but I can make jokes about it. As a portion of all sales will be donated to a community charity <laughs> for, for the children. Oh, maybe uh, supporting alcoholics would be better. But you know, well, they are by supporting their families while they're away drinking. No, um, for, uh, for real. Uh, I'm going to ask Val Dickey, what does this taste like? None of us have drank it. We didn't get the the benefit of it. What do you expect combat yeah. juice to taste like? It looks like a flaming mo to me. I'm gonna go cop syrup. <laughs> but do you think that's sugar on the top? Like the yeah, it's like a rim. Oh, yeah. it's a rim. It's a rimmer, rim jab. I guarantee it's uh, made just with hard. local moonshine. All I can take, like I can look at it. All I taste is purple Kool Aid. That's it. Give me mm. some of that drink. Oh god, uh, that's all it is. Drank. Yeah. <laughs> all it is. What are some other Warhammer themed cocktails that should be served? Uh, Frontline Gaming's future events. Man. And Val, you're allowed to put your drinks in a square glass. In a square. <laughs> was it, yeah. was it the, an O uh, an O three drink? What what was the O and three drink? Like I went. Oh, the Quinell. Yeah, that's <laughs> classic. <laughs> that's a that's a glass of sadness right there. That, <laughs> cool glass of sadness. The, the uh, welcome to Frontline Gaming's new bottom bracket cocktail, uh, which is just a Long <laughs> Island iced tea. The Quinell is actually just local moonshine. <laughs> so, no, no, no ice. chaser. No, a dirty, ice. a dirty glass. Yeah, <laughs> just room temp local moonshine. The Quinell. Oh, mm. beautiful. Ugh. It just tastes like sadness and uh, it, like the feeling that you should be doing better, uh, but the fact that you really actually aren't. Yeah. yeah. Um, but the reality that no, you shouldn't. Usually, <laughs> be like a, a player plays terrain, play on words, like a PPT, like a PP tequila. Okay, I like that. Yep. Like and, that. and then um, how much alcohol you get in the glass depends on how you roll off with your opponent. Because if you choose the first liquid, then your bartender chooses the rest and it's literally all bad for you. Oh, yeah. Just no balance whatsoever. Oh, well. Oh. 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 I gotta, I gotta use those once a show. <laughs> it wasn't terrible. I'm better. Hey, it was better than my joke, which was uh, stun silence. So it's good. Stun silence, yeah. That's I like a, the, the Cornell though. I think was a was a good save by, yeah. by Dicky. Yeah, it's the 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 bottom bracket special. Um, how much is too much to drink when you're at a 40k tournament? Because we all like to have fun. 
But we've also had a game or two against someone who can't actually stand, let alone play dice. Uh, I love playing that guy. I hate playing that guy. (laughs) (laughs) Dude, Red's Play 40K guy is uh, one one of our archetypes, of course. And uh, I'm going to say too much to drink is the point at which you can no longer function on a 40K table. So for some... Yeah, some some legendary 40k <laughs> players. That is a pretty high bar. So it's gonna be context uh, specific here. We 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 see here uh, in chat. Someone said Bradchester level is too drunk, and I would disagree. I've seen two unnamed, very high level, very good 40k players that were completely shit faced. That just like like um, Rain Man their way through the entire game. I've seen like, it. They're slurring, stumbling, going through, and then they won. Yeah, I've seen it with my my own eyes. Uh, I've also seen Brad on the other side, like an early morning the next day. Less impressive. <laughs> yeah. Uh, less impressive for for that guy. I've seen. I've definitely seen that situation. Uh, I've also seen the uh, the uh, early uh, early loss and uh, didn't make the top top cut, stumbling around the shadow round version of those top tier forty yep. k's. Players. So, you know, I mean, there's a, there's a darker side as well to their, to their uh, savant abilities. We're going to uh, next LVO film a small documentary called Behind the Dice, uh, which <laughs> just unleashes the, the seedy side of 40K, the, the girlfriends asleep at the table, oh, uh, the, the, the people walking away, just all of the, all of the seedy stuff. You think oh, water man. cups is where it lasts? No. I'm, sh- I'm shocked. 40k has yet to get a Netflix special of some kind, or even like a. I know a few people. There have been a few false starts of trying to put together like a documentary about about the scene, um, and I'm I'm saddened that that hasn't hasn't come to fruition no. yet because it's. I think it's right. It's right because it's it's a ridiculous thing. It is a ridiculous thing. That what I think it, what it needs stuff. is I just need a documentary of Louis Theroux uh, attending LVO with an army, and I think that would be enough. For a solid hour-long documentary. Okay. All right. Also very damaging. Anyway, uh, moving on. Old world-themed one for you here, Val. Thank Um, you. Someone posted this here. Cannot get past the idiotic decision to have the same map on the front and back covers. Um, I'm assuming he means of the core rulebook on the inside page and backside page. Yeah. Uh, They have just a map of the old world, which is beautiful. Beautiful map. Um, what would have been better to have on the inside covers of the old world book? Just a photocopied picture of uh, Louis Segden's face. Hey, deep cut. That's a deep cut right there. Yeah. Yeah. She's, one or, of the, she's one of the authors of the map. Uh, or, that's Rogue Hobbies. I think uh, what would be more accurate from her time at Games Workshop would just be your hands. Uh, <laughs> left hand on one page, right hand <laughs> on the other, right? Um, what would be worse? What would you not want to see on your your pages? Um, just like an ex- like a picture of the old world exploding, just to remind you that it's it all ends poorly. <laughs> it's all dead. It's still it's all, all dead. Like, all that would be that'd be awesome if like the it was like it's like one of those flippy books. Like so the front page, the front cover is the old world map, and then you get to the end, and it's just kaboom. Just the bottom right hand corner of every page is it slowly being blown up like. <laughs> And just the very last page on the inside is we've killed it once, we'll kill it again. Yeah, we'll do it yeah. again. By these 35-year-old skeleton horses. Don't get too comfortable, nerd. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> Timor in chat with a fantastic an ad for AOS. 
Oh, I like that. That's good. All right, moving on. Uh, this one here is a bit of a 40k lore question. Oh, no. Um, it says here, has the lion spoken with Gulliman and gone to Terra uh, to the Golden Throne yet? Val, I will say, uh, in the lore, he is cut off from Terra in the dark side of the Imperium and Imperium Nihilus. So well, he hasn't sense. made it to Terra yet. However, uh, they did an awful copy-paste job on the lore in the Dark Angels Codex. So not only oh. do they have sections... Saying that every veteran and member of the first company has Terminator armor. Yeah. They also have sections that say the the Blade Guard veterans are also uh, uh, first company, and other kind of things like that as well, where they've taken old bits of lore. Sacrilege! Yeah, Can you imagine? In. Could you imagine you having imagine? a game that you like be disrespected so much? Terrible. Um, hey man, but- they rename they they rename Malekith Malorian. So like. We got. We were dealing with that over in the old world part. So, <laughs> I mean, Blade Guard, Blade Guard being in the what did wrong you say? armor set. In the wrong armor, <laughs> the worst. Hey, okay, Jeez, say, someone's right. asleep at the wheel out there at G Dubs. Yep. Say, for example, the the lion jumps into his little virtual forest and travels all the way to Terra and talks to the emperor. What does he say? The emperor? Yeah, or lion or whatever. I left it very open ended. Yeah, that's very. Uh... Daddy, can you hear me? <laughs> yeah, that's exactly Daddy. what he would say, right? Daddy. Like, Daddy, I require a warship. <laughs> Daddy, I've been sleeping ever so long. Are you okay? Daddy. Daddy. Now I just imagine him being one of the darling children from Peter Pan. Just... <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Quality. Uh, Dickie, well, what does the Emperor say to his returned son? Like, yeah, it. I went real gonna, specific for you because you were yeah, a little gonna, bitch about it. See if, let's see if I can make an emperor noise. No, yeah. <laughs> suck, suck. Okay, wait, this? and and this and this would is this is what he would say. Uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> that's it. He's that's not all, all dead. He's mostly dead. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, uh, it's terrible. But yeah, um, uh, the, the Dark Angels Codex is kind of copy pasted together. But uh, the lore is the least of its problems. I, I mean, I don't the- worry. There'll be another one out in six months. Uh, it's not like it's not like these. <laughs> yeah, it's not like it's not worth the paper it's printed on. Um, I thought of a, a better thing you could have in the inside of rule books and covers is they could sell ad space to Amazon, Facebook, oh. and other companies. So when you open your rule book, all you see is an ad for Amazon Prime and their new series, The Boys. Okay. But not their new series based on any Warhammer. No, God, no, no. Well, no, no, no that no, makes no, it no, look no. cheaper by any chance, John. God, no. Oh, well, okay. you can pay an extra twenty dollars to remove the ads, but because it's a physical <laughs> book, you actually have to send it away uh, as well. <laughs> now they just mail you a white piece of paper that you just glue on top of it. <laughs> Oh, oh, there's a somewhere that the guy who makes sure that the review copy people are being nice is just furiously writing down ideas of how to monetize rule books more. Um, <laughs> These guys have got some ideas. <laughs> um, moving on here, uh, we have this guy here who says, I play both Death Guard and World Eaters, so I paint my vehicles that can be used in both armies to make it look like Corn and Nurgle are fighting to control the vehicle. How does it look, Dickie? It's all it's this is an abomination. Um they would never share a vehicle ever, ever, ever. 
Oh, okay. Uh, okay. Well, they're fighting over it. They're not really sharing. No, it. well, if you're fighting over it, you don't like it, it's this is not two uh brother and sister that live in the same room without they're gonna cut it down the middle. That's not how they're gonna do it. All right. I just uh, imagine one plague marine and a berserker furiously painting, painting either side. At all times. At yeah. all times. Um oh, man. Yeah. What is uh have you ever had to be really delicate? about criticism that you've given someone before. Like, you know, you've got to say something, but you know, they're, they're pretty. Well, he's a coach of Canada. So, um, and, and any delicate criticism out there, I still haven't gotten my invite to the board, but you know, whatever. Hey, hey Dickie, do it. here we go. Dickie, no, I said I wouldn't do it. How, said, how did no my application no to do team? How, well, did I get a response from my application to team Canada, Dickie? Yeah. You're not Canadian. Unfortunately, John. Uh, sorry. So prove it. Everyone in America thinks my accent is Canadian. Okay. Well, I mean, that's where's the birth? For, that's good enough for me. <laughs> Sadly, I fail at every other. Uh, you think? Uh, you think Danny would play for Canada? Oh, he's American through and through. I don't, he doesn't. Danny like just hate team events. He looks like a lumberjack though, so like yeah, I does. think he could. He'd fit right in. Yeah, he'd be fine if he well, didn't have a hate of team events, the undying, burning hate. Really, I. That's weird that I that take does not resonate in my mind. I feel like I feel like that's something that we would have covered. He doesn't like the idea that he can do really good in a game and still lose because of other people. Mm. He wants to lose on his own accord. I get it. Played him (laughs) and beat him. You you made him lose on his own accord. Right. Um, What is the the harshest criticism you guys have ever received in Warhammer? I got to say to be specific. Uh, we're not talking about life or what our partners say to us in private. In Warhammer, what is the harshest <laughs> criticism that you've received? I think I've, I think I've told this bit on this show, but again, I, the ETC will always provide me with a lifetime of anecdotes. But this is one of my favorites: was grinding out one of the the the, the only nice guy apparently on the Italian team. I got this absolute sweetheart of a player. The Canadians were very suspicious of the Italians. Yeah, and I was grinding him out. Because I'd lost immediately, but I made him, I made, I made him just battle for every 20 nil that he was getting. And then he asked me to like, do something. I was like, nah, you can't do that, bud. And he's like, in my country, we don't play like this. <laughs> and, uh, I was like, I feel, I feel, I feel somewhat awful, but also I feel awful. So tough shit. You can't do that. And then proceeded to still lose. Oh man, I was I was I had already lost so badly. But he so lost badly. with spite, and that's yeah. the most important thing. <laughs> yeah, I was like, man, uh, I I don't know if I've ever been criticized in a game of uh, 40k. I, maybe Dear uh, Val, did you ever criticize me in a game of, of fantasy? I can't His remember. Says yes. I I usually just like it. Just, when you say something, you, usually you get a little grumpy. You get you get pretty grumbly if if uh, maybe one dice roll doesn't go your way. I'd say. I, I, yeah, you're you're. I got to bring my own dice to your house. I think they're all cursed. <laughs> every <laughs> one of them. <laughs> just make sure throw all Val's dice in the toilet just to make sure that, that they're they're safe. Yeah, or the dice. That, that's the way to go. That makes sense. Then Val call a plumber because you know there's you're gonna have a shitload of dice in your toilet. Oh, I don't know if I told you guys I got a I got a quote on wingding dice. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, how much? Well, what's the cost in that what, thing what, there? Uh, what are we doing? Well, we'd be looking at uh, here. Let me just pull up my calculations. Oh, you turn into. Let me just sheet? um. 
It'd be uh, be about a thousand bucks US for for a thousand dice. Okay, so one dollar a dice. One buck a dice. One buck a dice. Do you think we could sell that? <laughs> well, a, th- a thousand dice is 50, 20 dice packages. How many, how many wingding dice do you think one person would want? I think you'd want like a 10 pack, right? You want like a 10 pack and you would want to charge 15 to 20 uh, for, for the profit, for the shipping. Maybe. So you, yep. we could, yeah, we could do a 10 pack of wingding dice for 20 bucks. That feels okay. That feels all right. Yeah. Maybe, maybe yeah. our listeners can. Oh, yeah, maybe. In the comments, in the comments, would yeah. you pay twenty bucks for ten wing dingers? What? You just twenty bucks ma- Canadian. That's let's just do it. No, this, the is, Mant- this is USD. Oh, okay, this okay, is okay. hard, hard, hard greenbacks. We'll do oh, it yeah. the Mantic way. Just do a Kickstarter. And sure. if it's funded, yeah. great. If it's not, then fine. Uh, that that means we are not sitting uh, spending a thousand dollars US to be sitting with eight hundred and fifty wingdings dice between the four of us. <laughs> That are completely useless in any game that you're going to play. Useless. <laughs> useless in every way. Uh, absolutely superfluous dice. If we uh, donate them as price support, we can write them off in our taxes. Uh, you need, again, we need profits. to <laughs> need to write something off. Damn it. That's never the way. Uh, moving on. Uh, we have good news, uh, courtesy of Jewel Night Jazz, uh, a really talented painter on Twitter. Uh, she let us know that full painting guides and human beings are back in Warhammer uh, TV's painting videos. Uh, faces are bad, guys. What do you think brought about this He's change? Really He's really happy about painting, too. That's a rad model, too. Yeah. I mean, that's that's just a thumbnail. Yeah, I mean, sure. did, did, did the, did, does the person appear in the, in the video? I didn't do enough research to find out, but why are we putting people in thumbnails now when the miniature's the star? Um, that's a good question. Yeah, yeah. I'll take my GW money now. <laughs> okay. All right. Okay. Hold on. Holy shit! No, there's a full-on presenter. His name's Adam. What? He's the Warhammer Paint presenter. He's got a dirty mustache. Yeah. How long until? How long until Adam has his own YouTube channel? I don't know. How has he asked for a raise yet? <laughs> He's a star. He's a star now. Um. Wow. Okay. I mean, he's pa- he's definitely painting. It's mostly his hands, but he does kick it off with with the with his face. Yeah. It's yeah. Interesting. It's really good that it's coming back. How long do you see this lasting? Of course, painting videos are so much better when you can kind of connect with the presenter, have that conversational kind of feel to it, rather than just sitting watching kind of a brush. But they kind of go through phases on this when we we start the putting people in then GW's like, Oh wait, they're getting more popular and then they get taken out and then they go back in. So how long is this phase going to last? Um, well maybe, maybe Emma, there's a, there's a lady presenter as well, Emma. So maybe Emma and Adam have just, um, slowly worn them down with, with charm and uh, lulled them into a false sense of security. And uh, now it's just a matter of time before they break free. Look, look, I found him. There he is. Why does it look like a uh, Kirkland brand Henry Cavill? I mean, does Henry Cavill have a mustache that's stunning? Uh, in uh, Mission Impossible, he does. You know, when he mm. like reloads his arm muscles, I do. Yeah, that's right. He cocks his fist. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Beautiful thing there. Yeah, it looks like most of the video is not him, but at least there's an intro outro 
uh, inventing the people or putting the people in. So maybe this is like a blended content. Man, that model is awesome. It's a cool model. I'm not going to lie. This is oh, terrible. It comes back at the end. Yeah. This oh, my ter- God. That thing's gorgeous. Terrible audio content. Of course, Dickie talking about Adam, the presenter. Uh, but terrible audio content. Great model. No, you didn't. You got a pretty good effect here with just pure contrast. Not going to lie. Well yeah. done, Adam. Well done. Uh, it's the GW like patented chop slot painting. Uh, so no, that was that was just raw dog on a on a on their white base coat. Um, that's really good. Uh, the next one we have here is I called damn that Wes Hammer for doing videos on popular topics. As YouTuber Major Kill released this video saying Wes Hammer is copying my videos and I've had enough. Uh, guys, I look at this thumbnail and I'm going to ask you. Should we be working out more? <laughs> <laughs> have, we, have we let ourselves go? <laughs> we let ourselves go a little too much. That's why we zoom in a lot more. And I yeah. mean, Dickie has Dickie just gave up so much. He's not. I mean, for the record to our audience, Dickie also wearing a tank top right now. <laughs> and I say he's wearing it better. I think you. I think. I think you should. I think you should turn that. Just, just quick. Just a quick one. Let's just turn off the robot. I don't have the capability, unfortunately. Uh, no, and also uh, he has an Instagram boo. filter on right now. Instagram so. filter won't let it happen. He looks uh, like why? A, why not know. Instagram filter? Yeah. yeah. Um, I will say he did release this video later on. He did apologize for the video. Um, and major props to him. He didn't create a separate video to apologize. He just put it in one of his regular videos. Uh, as so many people monetize their apologies by just putting it on like a separate True. track. Yeah. Um, I'm going to ask you guys here, uh, as long-time streamers and content creators, um, what's the most offended you've been at another content creator? I just want to call out here, uh, Wes Hammer. Uh, no, not Wes Hammer. Who's oh, Major Kill? Um, he's calling him out. I mean, for uh, for this for, for a video that he released. So Wes Major Kill released it two years ago, quite clearly. Yes. And uh, and Wes Hammer covered it recently. I would also call him out if my two-year-old video was at 434,000 views and Wes Hammer's one-day-old video was at 75,000. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what's um, the, the most, uh, most offended you've been at another content creator? Easy. I haven't watched the Discourse Minis show in a while. That's exactly what I was going to say. Actually, there was one that she did recently that I was like, you know what? All right, I like this one. He's not so bad. Yeah. I just—it's just weaponized outrage, and it's, it's on the internet. What's yeah, next? I know it's just terrible. I mean, yeah. we we kind of do that too. That's yeah. true, but we do it in a in a fun way uh, where we don't expect GW to uh, bend over. Look, I won't. I won't work out more because I already hit the gym a blazing once a week. And- <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. I do work out once a week. Everybody keeps me alive. Um, but I will say that maybe I could do some tactful waxing uh, to maybe match the look a little bit. You don't think that bald muscular chest is natural? Maybe. Maybe he took you up on on the. Uh, shit, I can't even remember the name. Manscape. Maybe. Maybe he took you up on your Manscape promo code. Oh, we got to re up that. Maybe we'll do a grim after dark. I got the I got the weed whacker. I ordered that. Oh, look at that. I could have got a free yeah, one if we were nice. So I don't have so many gangly nose hairs. Oh, look at you. Yeah, you know it's for your pubes, right? The weed whacker. The weed <laughs> whacker. What's the What's the nose one? What's the nose one? Oh, it oh, makes no. me sneeze. Oh, it's because it's pubes. Oh, oh. 
I mean, that would be a very inefficient way to trim your pubes. I'm not going to lie. That's true. That's true. It's we just want to we're plucking. We're plucking here. And yeah, speaking of, of plucking stuff out there, I found a couple of uh, commentaries from pro painters uh, just being massive douches. Uh, this guy here, he's uh, replanted. There are only a couple of pictures of painted miniatures on your page, and they are mediocre at best. Oh. When you can achieve as a high a level of the average miniature painter, perhaps you will feel more inclined to be humble and less delusional. Golden Zilch and Slayer Nada for you, I'm afraid, seems a little mean. And so we read the reply where he says, these aren't my best works, lol. The ones you saw are my literal worst with zero effort, and it still turned out above average. Perhaps if you reach even 10% of my skill, then you will begin to grasp the concept at its fundamentals. What um, is this slap fight even from? What well, are we this, is, this is very confusing. What, what does this even mean? Uh, this is a guy, he posted pictures of his models, said he was a pro painter. Uh, someone said they were shit. Uh, and then he said that, that no one could he even trying hard. Lol. 10% of his skill. Because when I show off my miniatures on my commission page, I put the shittest ones I can. All I know is that I would like to commission uh, not either of these commission painters, but one of your rappers, maybe two of your rappers, to have a rap battle about painting skills. Oh, that's so you, good! You I know, think, I think that would be that would be some A plus content that dozens would love. Our outro rap song I did commission to have done. Um, our intro or wait screen rap song, which we have two now. It's so our wait screen rap yeah. was sent to me uh, by someone. Who, without without prompting, without being told, sent me a SoundCloud link, and I listened to it. And I'm like, that's that's amazing. So I said at the top of the show, if you asked me a year ago how many rap songs I would be in, two would not be the number. <laughs> I told you, and in neither event did you assume that they would be Warhammer themed. Oh, um, I mean, so honestly, whoever, there was going to be one. I assumed it would have something to do with Warhammer because that is that's what I'm known. So here we um, go. Let's put it out in the ether here. Yeah. Whoever, whoever this magical rap uh, rap provider was, perhaps the next assignment is a rap battle between two bitchy painters <laughs> <laughs> talking shit about their painting skills. You know yeah. what I would love to do, actually, and I think we'll do for a bit, is I want to send five intercessors to five different commission services so we can judge the difference in quality uh, between painters. Squid. Squidmar already yeah, does we, that. We, oh, they already did that? Like, yeah, no, Squidmar uh, does that. Then he's, 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 then he's gonna do this and he's gonna yeah. put a video <laughs> of <laughs> Well, I want to send five unassembled miniatures to miniature assemblers. Do you uh, think if we rip off back. Squidmar that we get 75,000 views in a day? Oh, fuck no. Dude, <laughs> 75 in a day, maybe. <laughs> Uh, moving on, the painters all have their panties in a bunch this week because this guy Ooh. also came up where he said, looking for an average quality painter. I've gotten so good at painting, it's now impossible for me to paint an average quality. <laughs> Ten golden demon, two slayer swords. I miss average painted minotaur auteurs. Oh, Reason, nostalgia. Um, well, Dickie, I don't understand the purpose of this post. So is this person claiming that they've won 10 golden demons and two slayer swords? Yes. Uh, yeah. And I guess he's looking to commission someone to paint shittily for him. He wants to paint like common people. <laughs> wants to paint like common people do. Yeah, that's true. Spill some wash on his shoe. Yeah. Think, yes. Do you think he painted half the army and then like 
put it away and then got really good at painting. And all of a sudden he's like, oh man, I really need to paint this other half of this old world army. So I need to hire some shitty painter to do it for me. Do you think that's what he's doing? Yes. Oh, okay. Bro, this guy needs to fire up an Adam, uh, an Adam painting tutorial on, on YouTube. Contrast the shit out of some models, man. Yeah, man. Just get down in the shit with, with the rest of us. What a fantastic segue, Val, for this next one here. You're, it's, and it's a good thing you're here uh, to answer for Rob's crimes. Because uh, oh. this one here says, Confession, I am the inventor slash father of Slap Chop, an inspiration behind contrast paints. Proof is on the timestamp, and he is timestamped. More of a date stamp, actually, but we'll yeah. ignore that part. Uh, April 22nd, 2018. Uh, so, Val, uh, answer for Rob crimes. Uh, Rob's crimes. <laughs> Rob crimes. Rob crimes. Even though that's Rob one of that's a, one of the rappers in the in the painting throwdown is Rob Grimes. <laughs> um, even though Rob has said multiple times he did not invent it and it was just a catchy name, defend this man. I can, I cannot. First of all, I don't understand how those are slap chop models. Uh, just looking at them, maybe they're maybe maybe that's some like null over over a white base is that what he's claiming it's a blurry photo or maybe it's just really watered down paint for a white base it is i mean look we've been painting with washes for years we didn't have the technology or the gumption to 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 have a catchy tagline no that's the innovation of contrast and slap chop so my favorite part this is clearly just under under what do we call it under 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 brushing (laughs) under painting i don't know i can't remember uh, my, my favorite part of Rob's slap shot video was just him sitting at the pub having a pint, which <laughs> I think pint, was the yeah. first five minutes of it, which was just <laughs> the best way to start a painting tutorial. My favorite um, was that it was a it was a very like seethingly sarcastic send up of hobby content, and no one got the joke. And it yeah. was- <laughs> it's because <laughs> so generally a lot of content creators don't detect um irony or sarcasm is that because they're all american a lot of them are um, yeah. yes yeah yeah gotta be careful with sarcasm very it's earnest true. people the americans it's <laughs> true it's true they love us they do love us uh moving on uh, i need you to invent some rules someone used crappy ai wow. to make this oh that's fabulous <laughs> usually uh val i would ask danny uh but since he's not here val what are we looking at here that uh, so we are looking at a uh, a golden space marine inspired AI generated figure uh, in a uh, just absolutely fantastic white uh, cowboy hat with a golden badge on it. Um, holding, I think the only thing that is kind of a letdown here is is the AI kind of mishmashed a, a bolter and a chainsaw together, um, and a and a big old Lone Star in the background. And, uh, and and a mighty handkerchief with some AI gibberish written on it. Uh, it's it, I think this is actually quite fabulous. I uh, yes. I do rather enjoy this. Dicky, uh, what are the rules for this chapter? What are the chapter? yeah? Uh, well, judging by the weapon in his hand, um, I would imagine that all the shots uh, he throws the the weapon at you in order to to it's... to uh, shoot. Yeah. It's an Alamarine. Or an Alamarine. Yeah. Alamarine. Alamo? Alamarine. Alamarine. You just don't forget about them. They're, they're don't always forget. there. Don't forget. 
I mean, I'm impressed the fingers came out well. You yeah, uh, Crib Shadow's I think they fixed thing. that. I think they fixed that. Crib no. Shadow coming in in chat saying this guy is a landscaper, uh, making oh, his weapons seem like a hedge trimmer. Oh, that that makes a lot of sense, actually. Yeah. So this guy um, isn't actually a marine. He's just the the marine who's in charge of. Uh, I'm going to like say landscaping. Yeah, I'm going to say that um, each turn you have to roll in a D6 and on a four plus you have to bus your army to New York State. <laughs> <laughs> if you have any guard allies in your army on a four plus, they get deported to, to, to your opponent's army. Oh, no. Hey, hey, let's move on. Thanks, Texas. Yeah, you don't mess with them because then you'd have to be there. Uh, moving on, we have this guy here. It's another old world centric game. Uh, to rate this complaint, guys, he says, I have not bought a single thing from GW for more than 10 years. Wow. I am a confirmed tournament winning U.S. Masters Kings what of War player. What is with all the friggin' braggadocio? <laughs> um, I have never converted my Chaos Warriors over to cow, except for this batch of Abyssal Horsemen Chaos Knights. All right. Far I out. remember why. This book has more than 250 pages of rules. My cow book is about the same size but has the full army rules for 26 different factions it's uh, just to pause for a second 26 seems like too many that's a lot of fact you gotta chill out cow it's, it's, it's so a lot of faction um gw needed two extra books for eight factions there is so much needlessly conv- convoluted material in this book i will try it out since i used to play a long time ago but damn there's so many <laughs> rules damn so little actual tactics here well, as a certified, uh, <clears throat> confirmed tournament-winning uh, Warhammer Fantasy player, I've read this take. Uh, okay, yes, there are in fact a lot of rules in that book, um, and indeed it is convoluted and could have used <laughs> a real good edit. Um, but they only took five years to write it, so you sure. know that's sure. you know I mean they didn't. It was busy. It was busy time. Yeah. Um, I don't understand the final word the final words there which is uh there's so many rules and so little actual tactics i think he's are they hoping is he hoping that the book would be a guide to how to play no i think that there's a little actual tactical need or you don't need tactics i think Uh, i think that that's just a that is just a uh, a false claim that is a false hood i mean danny maybe uh could use a book with some tactics oh it's fair it's fair um but uh, you know, not everyone's off this gifts, week you know? it's pretty good he was off this week because I don't know how much you could have held back about bragging if he was here in person as well. One might um, say I wouldn't be able to brag if he was here in person, but <laughs> he's not. And uh, even if he was here, his mouth hurts too much to talk, so he would just have to suffer in silence. Yeah, Crip Shadow saying I have heard from one person that Kings of War is a superior flank and rank game, and I think that one person is just the one same person playing. Um, Look, I, I, there's no no doubt. I mean, Kings like the people who play and love Kings of War. It is a, it is a great game. I would not besmirch Kings of War. The problem, the main problem I have with it is that it's in fact not Warhammer. Mm, so mm. I mean, that's a real big knock in the not going to play it co- uh, column, and it just sucks to be games that aren't Warhammer. Kings of uh, War and sort of other systems like that really cultivate a player base that is staunchly anti-games workshop, like regardless of what they do. Um, it would be very frustrating to play a like mechanically superior, better thought out and supported game, uh, you know, written by people who sometimes are more responsive and know that you just will never be able to get games with it because it's not Warhammer. 
I mean, that'd be frustrating. That'd be a frustrating scenario, I think. Yeah. Do you ever see these players coming back to Warhammer, or are they forever going to be? I immediately went back to Warhammer. <laughs> That's true. Yeah. <laughs> immediately. Immediately, but they hadn't done it for ten years. You know what happened ten years ago? They stopped making Warhammer. Like, oh, yeah. <laughs> shocker. Uh, more news at eleven. People immediately start playing Warhammer when they start selling it again. So yeah. Um, I have a question that's going to totally sidetrack us. Uh, go ahead. What's that thing to the top left? Looks like a picture? potato with some sprouts on it. <laughs> is that an actual potato? Maybe like a, a lump of cookie dough, perhaps. <laughs> Why? So Why would we you have a potato in the top left. <laughs> that's symbolic of what this person believes <laughs> the, the, level, 40, like the, the old world rule set is is just potato but it's a and square then, potato like why is it a square potato on the right hand side uh there is a small vinyl flooring sample um with that's his notebook that's his notebook where he, he he probably had to go get his notebook where he wrote his uh his uh, no no US that is paper on, on top of a wood vinyl floor sample you think so um, uh, I sold flooring for seven years. In the I can spot life. floor samples anywhere. A floor a sample away. a mile away. What? <laughs> I just when you're taking a picture, like like set the scene, man. Like uh... no, right. that would. Be I mean, he could probably also do with the new gaming mat from Frontline, our friends at Frontline Gaming as well. That, yeah, that's that true. looks like something may have bought at a pet store. Right? Yeah. Low, low, low res. I heard that they have like lots of high res images in a variety of sizes, no matter your gaming system. Uh, mm-hmm. So even if you're a 40k uh, Kings of War or Old World, they have something for you every day. Mm-hmm. Frontlinegaming.org. Please send us money. Um, we should look into that. We, we should. should. We should. Yep. It's been, I think, a year that we've said we're going to, and I don't think we will. We keep forgetting. Has it only been a year? Uh, something like that. It's not me. It's around a year. It's probably been two. No, 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 no. Yeah, I, I, uh, I consciously decoupled uh, from from MLG somewhere <laughs> around a year ago. Okay, all right. Next up here is one of my favorite cosplays I saw from LVO. Um, this, oh yes, uh, yeah. So good. Uh, this lady uh, dressed up as a non oil pot and she spilled herself on the ground, uh, which was great. <laughs> the question so I have for the panel here. Yep. Is do you think we've become so disgusting as a community that this poor woman has to dress as a paint pot to get the separation between herself and the other tournament goers so she won't be harassed? I feel I feel like the the I, I'm speaking out of turn because I have not lived the experience obviously of being a a, a, a female at a, a Warhammer event, really, uh, or a woman at, at, a, at a Warhammer event. But I suspect oh. it's more like um, it's it's more like just not existing for the most part like mm-hmm. you're just completely invisible and people just awkwardly don't know how to handle it that would be my guess really yeah hmm. uh what are some other uh little known warhammer items people could cosplay as that aren't characters i'm gonna go with a mold line scraper <laughs> i want to say just a mold line so before you go into the tournament for the day just you just put line. Just a, a line, line. Uh, all over yourself Around the middle, right of down the, the middle. Of, if it's an old world event, it would just be right down in the middle of your face. <laughs> what um, about what about one of those uh, spray guns that they used to sell? Remember those mm-hmm. silly? Spray oh, guns? the hand flamer spray guns—they were yeah. awful. Yeah, yeah, Oof, terrible. That, that's a deep cut. Yeah. Um, how quickly did GW's legal team uh, serve a cease and desist uh, for IP infringement? <laughs> um. 
That's actually what happened in the second photo. She was uh, she was she was <laughs> slapped and attacked. Yeah. Uh, Matt coming saying, "Golly, that scraper is a, wheel, a weird tool, but uh, Matt, that scraper is one of the best things that GW sells. Um, I wouldn't leave home without it. Uh, it's, it's fantastic." Dicky, I think we're going to skip ahead a little. Uh, we're going to go straight to uh, slide 27 uh, just to kind of prep you there. And if you want to prepare a bumper, no pressure, totally on you. Uh, we should jump forward, probably do our game, uh, a little yep. a little thing. Feel free to do it without any warning. Just kind of cut me off. That's a-okay. Whenever you want to play the bumper, go right ahead. Uh, welcome, everyone, to the eBay Prices Redacted. We are back to classic eBay searches. And this week, in honor of Valentine's Day coming up very soon, uh, these are uh, items I found by searching Warhammer 40K hearts. Um, as Val very quickly looks at his phone and Googles the same thing on eBay. <laughs> now my, my, my baby has uh, awoken. And I'm just making sure that my... My delightful spouse is all right to go get her. But anyway, let's. I'm, I'm clearly neglecting my family to play eBay prices right. So let's, <laughs> yeah. nice let's go. Well, if you need to leave to look after your infant child. <laughs> nah, then, she's all right. She's okay. all right. All right. Fine. Um, so, yeah, we search for Warhammer 40K hearts. So these are all items you can find on eBay by searching Warhammer 40K hearts. As always, it is searched by sold and completed. So these are items that have actually sold. Oh, wow. idea is you have to tell me how much they were bought for and the closest to the actual amount wins um shall no a thumbs up um is okay so what is a 40k heart i guess we're about to find out we're about to find out the first item we're looking at here is uh warhammer 40,000 40k mortarian's heart 2cd audio drama audiobook holding this, by the way, is just the most beautiful. It's it's it reminds me of Twilight. Um, just it's Mortarian's romance uh, with a, a young teenage girl on a backwater planet. Actually, who gets to go? No. First? <laughs> uh, Dickie, as the guest, uh, you can go first. This is a CD. It's two D CDs. Two CDs. Damn. You uh, would have to buy a CD player. <laughs> yeah. That would be a problem. Uh, $46.32. Dickie, are you aware how common CDs are now? $3. No. Okay. I, see, I think I remember these being expensive. And the correct answer is $25.30. 30. What did you, what, what did, what did, what did Dickie guess? 46. So he's about 21 off and you're 20, 19 off. I had to do math there. So no, Val, I, was told, I was 20. I said $3. So I'm 20, 21, 30. Off. Yeah. And yeah, so Dickie's closest. Yeah. Barely. He gets it. Barely. Gets you made it. me have to do math though. So it makes me sort of <laughs> so not sorry. want to give it to you. I apologize. Um, That's next up. Yep. We have a 40K painted Drakari army, 1650 points. Uh, wow. They don't see if that's pre or post data slate. Uh, Black Heart Cabal, Dark Elder. Uh, Santa's Comra Evil Helpers, name of these things here from Spain. I will have you know, this from Spain, so guaranteed at least slightly racist. Oh, oh or right, very well. Yeah, I don't how know much, about that. 
Dickie, how much are you spending on 1650 points of Black Heart Cabal Dark Eldari? Well, I'm personally spending nothing on it. Um, terrible guess. Guess again. <laughs> but, but uh, oh man, $2,100. $2,100. Yeah. Well, 3000 3000 The correct answer is actually $1,400. It was big. Oh my god. One bid fourteen hundred dollars. I think it's a pretty good deal. Uh I mean, that's, a, that's a pretty good deal. Yeah. I mean, uh, from these zoomed out photos, uh that that's that's uh that's not so bad. I don't think definitely used an airbrush uh and put in a minimal amount of work for a quick fade, but it looks I mean, cool. I don't know if you if you watch what some eBay uh painted army sell for, uh sometimes they do go for three grand. I don't know. There we go. Good stuff, guys. Wonderful. Let's move on to item three. This is another classic. It's Heart, Heart of Rage. It's an audiobook CD Warhammer 40,040K yeah. James Swallow from 2009. Uh, Heart of Rage, of course, about a blood angel who falls in love with a small town girl in Forks in the planet of Washington. Wow. wow. But, Dickie, how much did someone pay for Heart of Rage? Breaking Dawn. Is it called Breaking Dawn? No. No. Oh, um, $22. $22. Val. $3. $3. The correct answer is. $7.53. on the board. Val. He's on the board. Val pulls one back. A black uh, library I audio. Goose him. I thought I was going to goose him. Nope. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> he's pulling it back and now we're going really into the old hammer back to the days of yore oh, when no. banners were stickers and we have a warhammer 40k battle sisters order of the valorous heart banner flag sticker bit this is a Ooh. two-sided sticker uh designed to be ripped and fall off of models that you painted <laughs> yeah, or look it's, it's, far too shiny uh for the rest of your paint scheme yeah I think my favorite thing about these flags is no one ever tried to put any kind of bend in them. So it just like they were really stark. Oh, wow. 1150. 1150 from Val. $15. $15 from Dickie. The correct answer is 1702. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. I, Gosh. I think I'm becoming. Dicky is, is born for this. Yeah, three one value. You can pull back a little bit of respect pride, here, or Dicky can increase the lead. Yeah. Our final item is going to be our Warhammer 40k Drukari Cabal of the Black Heart Incubi. We have a squad of five. And look at those bases. I mean, those aren't quite as pretty looking as those frontline gaming pre-printed bases, but they do have tufts. Have no rim job on there. Nice bit of rimming on there. That's not something we support on this show, but <laughs> we. <laughs> we're, we're looking at Rimmon anyway. How much did someone pay on February 3rd? Uh, so this is post data slate oh. uh, for a squad of painted incubi. Huh. $220. Correct answer was oh, $96 without pulling one back. For a little bit of recognition, it was a three-two to Dicky. Yep. Dicky, here's your thumbs up. Thanks, bud. Thanks, bud. Makes it all worthwhile. Yeah. Any words uh, after winning this prestigious event? Oh, you know, I'd like to thank uh, Val for for being a good opponent uh, and not cheating. Uh, that was really nice of him. 
Uh, I'd like to thank John. Thank you for making this game so I can win. Yeah. 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 I do make the game so you can win. Yeah, man. That's like the sole purpose of it. Yep. Um, beautiful. Uh, what a wonderful edition of eBay prices, right? Um, before we head out, I just want to say uh, last week, uh, Best in Faction uh, released their final ever episode. Uh, and they were extremely complimentary of Danny and I and kind of what we provided. I want to clear up a couple of things that Colin did mention. Um, he said he was very thankful to Danny and I and, and Mob Rules, which we did at the time, um, for kind of introducing them because he said we were a much bigger show. Um, Colin, I saw your numbers. You were a much bigger show. Um, but it's nice that you thought it was and really our impacts in your community is if you look at the, the early Biff pod discord, uh, and the mob rules listeners, that Venn diagram was just a circle. So Ooh. it just seems that we were more popular because every time we release something, all of our listeners were in your discord anyway, all 20 of them. Yeah. Um, but definitely go back, give it a check to their last episode. It's a nice kind of trip down memory lane. Uh, of kind of what they've done and uh, you know i think they were the first podcast or kind of community that made me feel like part of something bigger uh mm-hmm. so thank you for that and they will return for charity hammer uh where they call and makes people stay up all day uh warhammer 40k is only growing up sleepover it is quite the slumber party mm-hmm. slumber party fun times all right so uh, before we sign off here uh, dickie you can put up the next slide here just so we can get like a, a real good imitation there uh Val, anything you want to promote or talk about before we go away? Uh, my only question is, where is my old world charm episode, Dickie? I, oh. I, just, I just finished editing. Uh, it's it's in the queue. Uh, it's in the queue. Uh, yeah. I'm sure Adam will jump on it as soon as he uh, sees it. He's in chat right now. You can ask yeah. him. Adam Camilleri, where's my old world charm podcast? God damn it. Yeah. I will say um, our producer also put up our podcast a couple of days late last week as well. So, you know, it's just go, go, well, I already go, heard that going through some problems. Uh, yeah. Val, you want to make sure everyone checks you out on square based on the square based YouTube channel every Tuesday. Checking me out there. I mean, everyone knows it's, it's the, it is the place to go for old world content. I hope uh, it's been a lot of fun. Uh, we should have a new show tomorrow morning. I hope if Rob does the thumbnail. Yeah. Nice. Beautiful. So you're waiting on a thumbnail. Uh, Dickie, uh, everyone's waiting on your audio. Is there anything yeah. you want to promote before we leave? No, I, I think uh, I love this show and uh, I'll continue to do it. Gosh darn it. No matter what. At no point did I say that you were. Like, why would you say that? This is making me paranoid now. I thought I was getting fired. I didn't know what to do. So Dickie, anything you want to promote? Um, I, I do like this show. I'm not <laughs> quitting. Um, I'll keep doing it. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, schnucks. Okay. Yeah. Beautiful. Yeah. So check out uh, Square Based um, and Old World Charm for two different uh, ways of looking at Warhammer Fantasy. Um, I think, uh, what, what's the difference, would you say, Val, uh, between Square Base and Old World Charm? What's the difference? Yeah. yeah. Um, well, we're just happier to be there. <laughs> you don't have as many voices as Pete usually does, though. That's the problem. Pete, I guess, does Pete have a lot of voices? Oh, yeah. He's got the really raspy, like, been up all night thinking about Old World mm-hmm. voice. And then he's got the weird voices when he does the, uh, Grumbling. the, 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 the italic text. Um, mm-hmm. mm-hmm. um, you get to listen to him say goodbye or bye bye because I missed that. To be yeah. honest, over the, yeah. uh, the last year, that was a thing he did. Yeah, my, my, he's my, doing my, it again. Yeah. My favorite thing about Old World Charm would be when Adam Camilleri has a cold, 
And instead of saying Danny, he says daddy. And it just <laughs> that was good. That was made, good. It, it made the whole episode. So if we oh. could just make sure, Adam, you have a cold uh, every recording, that would make me exceptionally happy. <sighs> anyway, uh, yeah, Chad's coming in with what? Yeah, listen to episode one what? of Old World Charm, uh, where where I believe um, Adam has a cold, and he's like, "Oi, Daddy, how are you doing?" <laughs> and it's just like, it was, it's fantastic. Uh, you can unhear it, and now I just want it all time. You know what's uh, funny about that, John, is that yeah. the last time I saw Danny, he called me Daddy. Oh, <laughs> one one last singer for the road. Thanks. Wait, wait, I got, wow. I got the, no, I don't. I was gonna say I have the the right thing for that, but I don't. Nothing. Oh. What? Nah, it was more of a. Damn it! <laughs> I gotta label these fucking buttons. Oh, too many buttons. Hey, anyone, thanks everyone for joining us here at Grim After Dark. Uh, you can find all of our socials and we to support us at GrimAfterDark.com. I uh, will be back next week, possibly a full strength, possibly a half strength. Who even knows? Who knows? Um, but if you enjoyed yourself, check out our back catalog on YouTube. And if you're old world curious uh, and want more outside of old world charm and square base, check out our mm-hmm. faction Foci mm-hmm. uh, that Dickie and Daddy prepared on this very channel. I for one would watch the shit out of a legacy review uh, from you and you and Danny. Uh, there, Dickie. Daddy? So, yeah. You and Daddy. Yeah. You and Daddy. You and Daddy. Yeah. yeah. Okay, I'll. I'll, uh, I'll, I'll beat There's up a new player. answer. There's a new intro. He's, he's from Moscow, Idaho, but he's now our fantasy daddy. <laughs> <laughs> from everyone here, Grim After Dark. We will see you next Tuesday. Time to step into the grim darkness With nerds gather talking Warhammer madness Grim after dark, the podcast with the hosts John, Danny and Val, but they're not the most Claiming to be experts, but it's all a facade Talking about battles and dice rolls, they're all odd Trying to sound cool with their Warhammer talk But I'm here to expose, it's all just squawk Nerds, nerds, everywhere I see Talking Warhammer this, like it's a decree But let me tell you, homie, it is all just a game In the real world, homie, we are not the same so put down the dice step out of the dog it's time to live life nerd make your own mark grim after dog the nerds playground talking warhammer this acting all profound but when i listen it's all just a bunch of noise i love roasting nerds and their stupid ass toys stupid ass toys i want to grab them put my hands around the neck squeeze squeeze warhammer squeeze until they can't breathe or breathe again Tell a friend, tell a friend, I'm out here roasting nerds again. <laughs>